This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader. A year ago, in my first budget, I announced our initial response to coronavirus. What was originally thought to be a temporary disruption to our way of life has fundamentally altered it. That's how Rishi Sunak began his budget speech, much of which had already been let out of the red box. Uh, Speaker Lindsay Hoyle rightly noted in this exchange with the Prime Minister earlier in the day. We're getting on, Mr Speaker, with a cautious but irreversible roadmap to freedom, which I hope that he will support. And very shortly, Mr Speaker, you will be hearing a budget for recovery. I think I already know most of it. Dr Liam Fawkes. So you may have already heard about the 95% mortgages, an extension to the furlough scheme until September, even increases in the amount you can spend on a contactless card. That's up to £100 now. You probably didn't know about the hikes in income and corporation tax that didn't get trailed but are now coming, or that borrowing hit a record £600 million over two years. The Evening Standard's Jack Kessler, who also once worked in the Treasury, is here. Jack... These tax hikes are interesting, risky perhaps, when he also has to get people and businesses spending again after the lockdown. You certainly do want companies and people spending. In fairness to the Chancellor, he has delayed those changes to income tax thresholds by some time a year, I think. And on corporation tax, the increase to 25% is not going to come in until 2023, by which time... We're in serious trouble if the economy hasn't hasn't almost entirely recovered from from COVID. Um, so, from a from a strict Keynesian perspective, you could argue on those measures he's doing the right thing by delaying any any increases. It did seem to me to feel like a budget that might be trying to encourage people to get spending again. I mean, he's even allowed the the raising of the limit on your contactless card up to a hundred pounds, and of course, fuel duty. That's frozen again. That's nice, isn't it, Jack? That's a particular personal pain for me, I'm afraid, David, because I I used to work at the Treasury uh, covering fuel duty and tried on numerous occasions to increase yours and many other people's uh, fuel duty because it's a ruinously expensive policy to keep freezing it. Um, uh, But of course, in the middle of a uh, massive recession, they're not going to increase fuel duty. But then at the same time, in the middle of a boom. They also didn't increase fuel duty. So um, it's just a, a difficult thing to do. And we're talking about, you know, the freezing on fuel duty, but also he's he's helped out the hospitality industry by freezing alcohol duty as well. Yes. Well, I wasn't at the Treasury during the uh, Omni Shambles budget, but it's exceptionally, uh, it's hyper aware of uh, the difficulties of, of raising duties on things like booze or bingo or, heaven forbid, pasties. I mean, it's it's a classic 
give with one hand, take with another budget. It reminds me of the 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 line from Harry Truman about give me give me one handed economists because all my economists say on the one hand this, on the one hand that. He had to he had to to, to raise money um, from some places while at the same time not annoying absolutely everyone in the country. One thing he didn't mention, which you might have expected him to, is the word Brexit. So this is the budget, Jack, that came immediately after Brexit's actually happened. And the word didn't even come up once. It's funny. I mean, I know Keir Starmer did mention it, but it's also a big problem for him. And, and the funny thing is, I mean, there are, there is good stuff in uh, in this budget and the... Um, the 130% capital allowance super deduction looks quite promising in terms of um, in terms of um, investment, but um, you could do a thousand really good things, micro uh, marginal things for the economy in this budget. But ultimately, we've just left the world's largest trading block without a deal covering services, which comprises 80% of the UK's economy. So. You know where where was the, where was Sunak calling calling for a close relationship with the EU if he's really that concerned about economic growth? But you could see with things like these ninety five percent mortgages that the government's guaranteeing that it it, it does, did it feel to to you as well that this is Rishi Sunak going? We're coming out of lockdown. Please start spending some money. Please get this economy moving again. Our uh, city editor, Jim Armitage, did a, an interview with Andy Haldane, who's the chief economist of the Bank of England. And one of the lines that came out of that was um, asking people who can spend to spend, spend, spend. Um, and there is a lot of pent up demand. I mean, it's not like the uh, recession caused by the global financial crisis. You know, the banks aren't all about to collapse. The issue is that people have been prevented from spending because they've largely not been allowed to, to leave their homes. And, and that's one of the reasons why the OBR is fairly bullish on a, on a quick uh, recovery compared with the recovery from the financial crisis, which took many years. Jack, do we have the full picture now of what this country's economy is going to look like at the end of lockdown? Or are we going to come to the next budget and hear, you know, borrowings had to go up again? We've up 600 million over the last two years. Do we know what's going to be happening? Can we feel confident about coming out and easing out of this slowly but irreversibly, as Boris Johnson says? I think the the biggest concern for public health officials and for ministers will be those variants. Uh, and, and I think that's that's probably the thing that stops us, stops all restrictions being lifted on June 21st. If everything goes to plan and vaccine rollout ramps up and everyone's at least got their first dose by June, then, you know, as the OBR suggests, there's a very good chance that the UK economy, I think it was 4% this year, 7% next year, and then significantly less in, in the years ahead. But, uh, you know, I think there's there's every chance, given all this pent-up demand, and whilst obviously lots of people have suffered terribly during the pandemic, there are many others who, working from home, have saved up quite a bit of money. Uh, there's every chance that things do look really good by late summer autumn. We have comprehensive coverage of the budget in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. And that's the Leader Podcast. We're back at 4pm tomorrow.
Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.